Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Damn, it has been a busy week. I was going to move straight on, I'll be honest with you, get stuck into business and we were going to start pushing sales and pushing tactics to get your business growing through 2021, even given what's going on outside of us. However, I'm going to take a little bit of a step back this week. We're just going to go back into a little bit of mindfulness, a little bit of mindset, attitude. We're going to take time out just to get into our own psychology, maybe try and understand a little bit about what's going on in the world around us so that we can become unbreakable. Welcome to the Level Up Podcast with me, George Swift. The Level Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. So today we're going to be talking about what I'm seeing out there in the world around me right now and it's that people are starting to go into despair. I'm seeing people not necessarily giving up but they're starting to show signs of beginning to give up. I'm seeing people that have lost a little bit of hope. I'm seeing people that are just dreading the upcoming months. Some people even dreading the rest of the year. Some people just have had enough, you know, they've had enough of fighting. Now, you may or may not be one of these people. However, we still inhabit the same space as each other. And therefore, I think it's really important to understand what's going on for a lot of people, a lot of business owners right now. For me, I'm going to share it with you again. You know, you don't have to agree with anything that I particularly say, but I always respect you for listening to it. Right now, I believe there is an attack on our group psychology. Now, whether it's for ill gain or for our best interests, do not underestimate the government and the media's understanding of how we work, what makes us tick, what motivates us, what drives us, what persuades us, what manipulates us. If you've been following this podcast for any amount of time, I do come back to this quite regularly, regardless of whether it's for our own good or not for our own good. So if it's for their gain or someone else's gain and at our detriment, at our cost, or whether it's for our own gain, I don't want to live in a world where we are manipulated rather than being educated, where we're being coerced rather than being informed. And increasingly in this world around us, we are being coerced, we are being manipulated. And again, today it's not about necessarily whether you agree or disagree with the government actions. It's really about understanding the attack on our collective psychology that is going on right now. And it doesn't matter for the purposes of this episode, whether it's because we need to be manipulated as they see it, or we need to be coerced for our own good, or whether there is some ulterior motive that's negative for us. The bottom line is this, if we understand what's going on in the world around us, if we understand how that's impacting us as individuals, if we understand the tricks, if you like, that other people might use against us, it enables us to have stronger defenses against those tactics. And that's really what this week is all about. I want to start by tackling what I know a lot of people are feeling right now. And that is, it feels like we've come back to the beginning. It feels like we did all of that last year for nothing. It feels like we're back in March and everything we did last year, all the battles we went through, all the challenges we went through, it feels like 
it was kind of for nothing. Now, it may or may not be that you feel like this, but I'm seeing increasingly people starting to share their thoughts and their emotions with me. And I'm starting to see a feeling, a trend, if you like, going out there, which is this this despair maybe that's starting to creep in, this idea that we're right back at the beginning. And I just want to share with you right off the bat, straight out of the gate, this is no accident, by the way. So one of my previous lives, I did a master's degree in film. I went on and actually lectured in film for a number of years. And I often use film analogies and metaphors. I even use film stories sometimes as part of my coaching tools to my business club members at Success Groups. And I want to share with you a little trick that they use in cinema, a little trick they use to manipulate the audience. They set up motifs and triggers. So in a film, for example, there'll be a piece of music that they'll use. And that piece of music they'll use will be one that's designed to have a greater impact later on in the film. So in its most, I don't know, tactless use, it would be when the baddie shows up, you might get the music dun, 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 or something that sounds very similar to the Darth Vader march. And then later in the film, you don't need to show Darth Vader and play the music. You can just show the ship or even a planet or just show out of space and you can play that music dun, 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 dun. And instantly it triggers the audience back to Darth Vader's around, Darth Vader's coming forward. It could be a piece of music that triggers hope. It could be a piece of music that triggers a certain space or certain place. So when we look at any of these motifs, and I'm just using music as an example now, it's designed to trigger you back to a place. Okay, so it becomes a shortcut later in the film. So I set up a scene, I set up a story, and I might have this piece of music. And then later in that film, I can just play that piece of music and take you back to that part of the film, take you back to that part of the story so I can shortcut you back to that experience, back to that space, back to that place. It's also done, by the way, through use of camera shots, angles, all kinds of different motifs within a film. So what happens is we start to see these little motifs showing up in films that take us back to an earlier part in that film to shortcut having to go back through the whole experience of setting up that part of the scene again. Does this make sense? Now, as I was watching Boris Johnson do his announcement for the latest lockdown, which will undoubtedly be the harshest lockdown that we've seen in the UK, as I saw him, literally seconds into it, I turned to my partner, Tracy, my partner in life and in business, and I said, they're using this, right? It's a technique, it's a manipulation, it's a tactic. I can see it. As someone that made films, someone that was involved in films, someone that lectured in film, I saw it instantly. Boris Johnson back in the chair, back at the desk, the same shot, the same scene that he was in right back in day one. And it was really jarring, you know, to go right back to day one. And it just took me back to that original place. And I thought this is all a tactic. It's a motif. It's designed specifically to take people back to the beginning of this journey, exactly as you would do in a film. Then, of course, he plays out the scene and that scene is one very much familiar to us, which is the one we heard back in March. Then, of course, he ends with those three words. We've come back to full circle, which is stay at home, protect the NHS and save lives. They can shortcut us back to that experience because so much energy was taken in setting up that scene, if you like, at the beginning of this movie. So it took, you know, weeks and months 
to get us really tuned into this idea of stay at home, save lives, you know, protect the NHS. Now they can shortcut us back to that. But what they're doing is not just shortcutting us to say, right, we've done all the learning, you know the behaviour, you know what to do. Let's go back and reinstill in you how to behave. Actually, by using the setup of how it was messaged or communicated to us, it literally took us back to the beginning. And therefore, I think it's no accident that so many people in this country right now feel like they've gone back to the beginning. It feels like it. Now, you might not even be thinking, actually, no, George, I don't feel like it's going back to the beginning. But I tell you what, I've been seeing language patterns. People saying things like, I got through the first one. I got through the second one. I don't think I can go back and do it again. Does this make sense? And it's just language like that that shows me that even if they're not consciously aware that they've been taken back to the beginning, they actually are back at the beginning. They've been transported back to the beginning using a technique that we would use in film and storytelling all day long. Using a motif, using a camera angle, a scene, a set, a location, a music, um, primers, Little tools and tactics designed to cheat the audience, to manipulate the audience, to shortcut our ability to tell the story and move the story along. So I don't believe there's any accident, by the way, that Boyce Johnson was at that desk with that camera angle, sharing that message the way that he was sharing it. It jumped off the screen. It jumped out at me. It was almost jarring how obvious it was to me. Does that make sense? No, it wouldn't be obvious to many people. Of course it wouldn't be because you haven't gone through the education, you've gone through the experiences that I have around film and storytelling. But it was so obvious to me and so stark to me that within literally seconds of this broadcast, I thought this is a deliberate construct. And as it played out, it became increasingly obvious to me that that's exactly what it is. And once again, regardless of whether you choose to believe that it was sinister in its motives, or whether you believe that it was moral in its motives in terms of it wanted to manipulate us to take us back to a place in order to create a certain emotional charge in us as a population in order to elicit certain behaviours that may be ultimately good or positive for us, regardless on which side of the fence you might choose to sit on, I am deeply uncomfortable with that degree of manipulation in my life that degree of manipulation in society. I've called this out many times. If you are new to my podcast, then go back, look over the summer months. I talked about this quite a lot during that period, just the manipulation that's going on, right? Manipulation, not education, coercion, rather than informing people and educating people. It's manipulating behaviours, manipulating mindsets, manipulating people to do what those in power want us to do. And this has been a theme throughout the whole of this pandemic. And I wanted to share this message with you today because I want you to be aware that if you're feeling the way that I'm describing now, it feels like you've gone back to the beginning. If you're feeling like, oh my God, I can't do this again. If you're feeling like we went through all of that last year, I can't believe we're back here again. Does this make sense? It's not your fault. It's no accident we are being anchored back to the beginning over and over again in the news and the media, constantly referencing back to the beginning, going back to the beginning, the same messaging, the same stuff over and over again, the same three words, stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives. There's no accident that you're feeling like you've gone back to the beginning. And that feeling is going to induce a degree of despair. 
At the very least, it's unsettling. At the very least, it's exhausting and tiring. But it can set up despair. And I do believe that we are now entering a third phase of this propaganda. Originally, it was fear. They used fear to manipulate us to behave in certain ways. This is proven, by the way. So if you're going to SAGE, for example, there are documents where SAGE are looking at behavior and looking at how they can manipulate the British people to do what they want us to do. And basically, it was about using the media to instill fear in the population. There's no secrets here. This has been used for as long as media has existed. Use fear to control, fear to manipulate. And even pre-media, it's how many leaders have led throughout eons of our history. Lead through fear. Then we went into the era of what I called uncertainty. And I talked about this in a previous episode. I think it's early summer, maybe late spring last year. And I was saying, you know, we can't live in fear for that long. You can't keep a population in fear. Eventually, you kind of just say, well, clearly I'm not at risk. Clearly I'm okay. And we went out of the fear phase. And then we went into the uncertainty propaganda. And you can sit in uncertainty for months and years. So fear is very short lived. You won't tolerate living in fear for that long. Eventually your system will shut off fear. And then, of course, you no longer become compliant in whatever actions or behaviours that other people might want you to partake in. So we go into uncertainty, and that's where we've been now for many, many months, in uncertainty. One minute, it's like we are going to go back to school, then we're not going to go back to school. Colleges and universities will reopen, they won't reopen. Will Christmas happen? Will Christmas not happen? And we went through this whole phase, all the way through summer. You know, you can go on holiday, you can't go on holiday. You can go on holiday here, and you don't have to quarantine. Now you do have to quarantine. You can go on holiday here, but you don't need to have a test. Now you do need to have a test. And then we went through this incredible phase of uncertainty that I highlighted in previous episodes. And that can, as I say, that can be a chronic condition that can last for a long time. And that's where we've been ever since we came out of the fear phase, late spring going into early summer. We seem to be entering now what I'm going to refer to as the despair phase. So we go from uncertainty into despair. I'm going to share with you later this week a great short snippet from Tony Benn back in the day talking about how you can control through despair. And we'll talk more about despair then. But I'm just introducing it to you in this podcast, the first one of the week, because this is really kind of what we're talking about the rest of this week. And it's so important that when we acknowledge and recognize that it's not an accident that we feel the way we feel right now, it's not an accident that... There's this psychological onslaught of the people of this country and in many countries around the world. When we realise the tools and techniques are being used against us, then we can become resilient to them. It's still going to pull the rug out from underneath you. It's just instead of laying you out flat on your back, wishing it was all over and giving up, you'll say, right, I know what happened. I'm flat on my back. This is where we're at. Let's get up. Let's move forward. So by sharing this stuff with you, I'm not expecting you to become impervious to what's going on in the world around you. I'm not impervious. But it does do, it makes you more resilient. And when you do get sucker punched and suddenly your kids are being sent home and suddenly you're having to homeschool for how many hours a day and try and run a business and suddenly all these things now up in the air and you start to feel the way you're feeling, instead of being caught up in that experience, there's a part of you that's tethered to, okay, this is a story. This is a narrative. It's a bit like being in a cinema and you're watching a horror film 
and the music starts to play again, which is the scene or the sign that the boogeyman's about to make an entrance. So you can't see the boogeyman, but you can hear the music, which shows us or triggers us into the anxiety state that the boogeyman's close, right? And as you're getting caught up in the film and you're, you know, you're digging your fingers into the chair or, you know, you're there having all this anxiety response and fear response. If you just remind yourself at that moment, you're in the theater, you're at the cinema, it's just a film, it's not real. It doesn't necessarily take away all of the horror. It doesn't mean you're not going to jump. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be creeped out. It doesn't mean even that you're not scared in that moment. What it does is it takes you out of the story, anchors you outside of that narrative, and it enables you to have a little bit greater perspective of what's going on. And that's what keeps you sane. Does this make sense? And you've done this, I'm sure, in a film where the anxiety gets so much, you close your eyes. You block your ears. You put a cushion in front of your face. You say to yourself, it's not real, it's not real, it's just a film, it's just a film. You may even say, here's my popcorn, here's a cinema. Okay, it's not real. And what it does is it just protects you from the biggest impacts of the manipulation unfolding in front of you. In this case, we're talking about the horror film. But when we're talking about media, we're talking about the government announcements, etc. it's the same thing. If I say, right, okay, so there is an intention right now in order to build a sense of despair. And when I see that playing out in the narrative, I can remind myself that this is a story and I can protect myself from it. It doesn't mean you have to do anything different. It doesn't mean you have to rebel against the government. It doesn't mean you have to disagree with the government's overall tactics and strategies of what it's trying to do. But what it does do is it stops you getting caught up in that manipulation, in that narrative. And in doing so, it empowers you to be able to stay on your own agenda, play your own game, have a much better quality of life. And it enables you to get down and do what you need to do right now, which is fundamentally to do the best by yourself, your family, your business, your clients. And I want you through 2021 to not just survive in business as we did in 2020, I want us all to thrive in business. We need more small businesses and we need more of those small businesses to be successful. I've talked about this to the death over the previous months. So I want you to be unbreakable. I want you to be aware that there is an attack out there on our collective psychology right now. I'll share more through this week to kind of explain to you how that's playing out. But right now, I just want you to be prepared. I want you to brace yourself a little bit. Tether yourself outside of the narrative, outside of that agenda, outside of that manipulation, so that you can stay on track with your agenda, with your life, with your business, with your family, so that you can get the best possible outcomes for you and everyone connected to you. Again, both inside your family, your friendships, but also your business, your clients, the people that you serve. So this week, I'm going to share more of this stuff. Start to switch on, listen to the narrative, listen to the news, ask yourself really simply, does this feel like they're reporting the news or does this feel like they're selling this narrative of despair? Does this feel like they're trying to give me hope or does it feel like they're trying to drag me deeper into a, an emotional abyss where I feel fearful, uncertain, I feel that despair? Just challenge it, just question it, be observant to it. If you start to see the narrative in front of you, it's a bit like being in a bad film 
where it's very hard to get emotionally caught up in a bad film because you're always aware that you're watching a film. For me, that's what it's like when I'm watching the news, when I'm watching Boris Johnson or the government around the world, by the way, not just here in the UK. It's like I'm watching this bad film with a terrible script and I can never truly get too caught up in the the story or the narrative or the storyline because it's not that well written and therefore I'm always conscious that I'm watching a film as opposed to getting completely caught up and absorbed in that story. A great film, a great story is one where you lose yourself so completely in it that you lose sight of your own reality. That's a great book. That's a great film, a great TV program. You love that stuff and it's really fun and exciting. And of course, I worked in film, as I said, for a number of years and lectured in it. And you are, you're, you know, you want to take the audience on this journey. You don't want them to think about the real world when they're watching Star Wars. You want them to be completely immersed in the world that is Star Wars and the characters. And if you're going back in time to 19, I don't know, 18, 19, 1910, 1600s, you want to take the audience back to that era. You don't want them to be tethered to the year 2021. The moment your audience forgets they're in 2021 and thinks they're in the 1900s or think they're in the 1600s or they think they're in outer space, you've got your audience. You've got them in the story. You can take them this incredible journey of emotions. It's all manipulation in film, by the way. Any story, it's all manipulation. I'm trying to make you feel something excitement, despair, hope, whatever. And we trust, of course, that when we're watching these films, that to some degree, the people making the films have our best interests at heart and they're taking us on this incredible roller coaster that only lasts at the end of the day 90 minutes or two hours and then we leave the cinema, we come back to reality and you go, wow, man, that was a great film. A bad film is one where you go in the film, you never forget that you're in the cinema, you never forget that you're in 2021, you never truly immerse yourself in the story and therefore it has no real emotional impact on you, it has no manipulation on you and you leave feeling shortchanged. In the real world, however, right now, the same thing is playing out, except it's not 90 minutes or two hours. This is a script that's playing out 24-7, week after week, month after month, and this is going to take us right through to at least a year, this lockdown. So if you remember, March 23rd, lockdown originally, well, I'll tell you now, this lockdown's taken us right through to the same era. So we're going to be, at the end of this period, at least one year going through what we've been going through. And let's be honest, it's not ending anytime soon. So this isn't something we can dip in, lose ourselves in, be taken on this emotional roller coaster, be emotionally manipulated, have a hell of a time, and then come out and go, whew, that was a ride. Because you wake up and you're still in the film. And you go to bed, you're still in the film. And you wake up, you're still in the film. Week after week, month after month. And it's going to go on well beyond the year. So we have to ruin the film. We have to ruin the script by consciously, deliberately removing ourselves from that story, reminding ourselves that we're in the cinema, we're watching a film, okay? Reminding ourselves that the people behind the story, behind the narrative, behind the film are deliberately manipulating me to feel a certain way because they're trying to trigger certain actions and responses. And if I want to be a free, independent human being, even if I agree with what you want me to do, I want to do it because I want to do it, not because you're manipulating me to do it. I want to do something that you want me to do because you've educated and informed me to do it, and it's of my own free choosing, rather than I'm this kind of puppet on a string being manipulated by your propaganda, by the media, by the narrative, 
and using all of these techniques that are well known in film and storytelling and narratives and in propaganda throughout the centuries that are proven to manipulate not just individuals, but entire societies. And for me, I don't care really what side of the fence you're on right now, whether you're pro-government, anti-government, you love Boris, you hate Boris, whether you are believing that we're overreacting to this pandemic, whether you believe that we're not doing enough to tackle this pandemic, that doesn't really matter to me. What matters to me is are we thinking for ourselves? Are we sovereign individuals? Are we independent thinkers? Are we on our own agenda? Am I on my own path, living my own life under my own free will? And I'm well aware that I need more information on certain things in order to make the best decisions for myself. But I don't want to be manipulated. I don't want to be cajoled. I don't want someone to hijack my psychology, to hijack my emotions, to hijack my mental state, to take me on a path that I either agree with or don't agree with, but I'm not choosing to walk. And that's why I'm bringing this information to you. Thanks for listening. As always, we will get on to business. We will get on to tactics. But unless we get our mindset right, unless we become resilient, unless we become unbreakable is the title of this episode, then all the tactics in the world are going to be meaningless. Everything that I'm going to share with you around sales and your proposition and whatever we have to cover over the upcoming months in order to navigate our businesses through this current period, it's going to fall on deaf ears if we're in that state of despair. So I want to set you up this week to become unbreakable over this next period. I'll share with you stuff as I feel I need to share stuff with you. But fundamentally, I'm committed to helping you grow your business, committed to helping you stay in business to protect your lifestyle. I want to improve your lifestyle. I believe wholeheartedly that even with all the chaos in the world around us, even with some of the devastation that's happening to society, the devastation that's happening to the economy right now, I do believe that you have every opportunity out there to not just survive, but continue to thrive and to grow your business through this period. That should be your intentions for 2021. This week is about setting you up to become unbreakable by the messaging, by the media, by the propaganda. You can choose to do whatever you choose to do. You can believe and agree with whatever you want to agree and believe with. We don't have to agree on that. But the one thing I hope we agree on, and that is that we want you to become successful. We need more successful small business owners in this world. If you want to know why, go back and check out previous episodes. I talk about it to a great degree. This is what I'm championing. I have been for the latter half of 2020. I will be continuing throughout 2021. And that is championing small businesses. Those businesses from under 100K to over 100K, but the ones that are at the base of society, the ones at the fabric of society, the ones that give back way more than they ever take from the world. And I believe that's what keeps the world in balance when you look at these mega global corporations that don't hold the same values as we do. And if we start to lose too many small businesses, the world will go out of balance. And we do not want a world where the billionaires all become richer and the small businesses all go under. And I'm pretty sure regardless of our own individual beliefs, we can all agree on that. We want more small businesses to be increasingly more successful. That's my ambition for the rest of 2021. Let's be honest, it's what I've been working on for the past eight years across Bigger, Brighter, Boulder. If you want to know a little bit more about what we've been up to, what we do for small business owners just like you, please do go and check us out at biggerbrighterboulder.co.uk. 
If you're ready for a conversation with us and you want to hear how we can get you to the next level of your business as quickly as possible, then please do reach out to Tracy Miller, my partner in life and in business. You can email her at Tracy with an E dot Miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. She would love to hear from you and she'll have an honest conversation about what we can do and maybe what we can't do for you given what it is you're trying to achieve this year and also how we can support that. We help our business owners set their goals, commit to those goals. We hold them accountable to those goals. We help them with innovations and ideas, support and nurture. We celebrate their wins with them. We kick them up the arse when they need it. We also help them come up with new ideas for pricing, for products. We also give them somewhere to come and just be honest and vulnerable and flawed and to get the support and help that they need to in both their personal lives by the way and their business lives in order to continually level up themselves as business owners as individuals so they can continue to level up their businesses we have groups available right now whether you're just launching your business whether you've got businesses doing 20 30 40k and you want to build that business to 100k plus or if you've already broken 100k and you want to scale your business whether that's from 100 to 200 or whether that's 250 to half a million We've got groups of ambitious entrepreneurs just like you doing exactly that in groups right now. We helped over 70 business owners navigate the absolute shitstorm that was 2020. Many of them have ended 2020 in the strongest positions they've ever been in in business. I want that for you as well. If that sounds interesting to you, please do check us out. Please do talk to Tracy. I'll also put some links to some other resources, both on my website, but also on the descriptions of this episode. Either way, I will see you next time. And until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 